wrestling diehards only, this is the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in. This is a new endeavor we're undertaking here on IdahoSports.com. It is Idaho's only singularly dedicated to the sport of wrestling podcast in the state. It is the Matt Chat Prepcast here on IdahoSports.com. My name is Brandon Bainey. I'm joined by Al Fontes, Brian Solinger, and Jacob Eck. Uh, we're going to be on every Tuesday night during the wrestling season at this time, 8 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Pacific time, talking with you, the wrestling fans, talking about the biggest storylines, the biggest athletes, teams we're keeping an eye on. I'm so excited to do this Uh Brian, you've done a couple of these like state tournament preview shows with me in the past, and and I know the wrestling community is our diehard fans. This is why we wanted to do this. Yeah, I'm so excited for this. I just came from a middle school quad, and I mean, this was all the buzz at a middle school tournament that wrestling was getting this coverage, having Al in the states and the, the, the state rankings that came out today. I mean, wrestling world is a buzz, ready for an insane season to start. So this is wrestling community is pumped about this, and I hope they all join us and. Uh, ready to get down and talk about some of the fun matchups and it, it's going to be a wild season in the state of Idaho. Definitely. So uh, all of the the fans that are tuning into this live, you can catch this a couple of different ways, the idahosports.com YouTube channel, the Facebook page, or the idahosports.com Twitter account. So wherever you're watching tonight, thanks for being with us. Hit that like button if you're watching and even hit that subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, that helps everybody that uh, comes back tomorrow or the next day. It's a little easier for them to find with all the social media algorithms if you hit that like button. So everybody, thanks for tuning in. And then we want to take your questions. If there's a team you want us to talk about, a, a wrestler, you want to give somebody a shout out, go ahead and leave a comment. We'll throw it up on the screen and, and talk about it there. So uh, let's start with just a quick intro. You know, we can introduce our audience to everybody and who we are and our backgrounds. I'll, I'll start uh, my name is Brandon Bainey. I'm from the state of Montana originally. And the school that I went to would be like a 4A school here in Idaho. It's this small town called Stevensville, Montana. It's kind of like a Shelly almost would be a similar community. We were the only high school in our entire classification that did not have wrestling. So I all we had was basketball. So that's all I knew <laughs> growing up. So I am a wrestling novice which is why i've surrounded myself with really smart people that know a lot about the sport so uh in terms of you know what i bring to the table i'm, I'm more the facilitator i'm like the point guard i'm going to dish it off to all of these great uh guests that we have each and every week um, i'm still learning the ropes uh in terms of wrestling but man i couldn't have picked a better state to learn in there's so many great athletes and teams and coaches here in the state of idaho so that's a little bit about me let's go to brian next brian just give us a quick little background info on yourself yeah thank you brandon i mean i've been around wrestling in idaho since mid 80s uh, i went to high school at sugar salem at the time we were a powerhouse i think we won three of the four state titles when i was there and my senior year we came in second didn't quite get it done uh wrestled collegiately at boise state and byu before i was at byu when they cut the program there and it was heartbreaking i uh, wrestled at boise state when the legend chris owens was on the coaching staff so i got to got to work under one of my uh when I was in junior high, he was one of my heroes as he was uh, just dominating the high school scene in Idaho um, and been around it since then. My dad was uh, president of USA Wrestling in Idaho for probably about 15 years um, until about five years ago. And and so I've been around it my whole life. All my kids, I've got five that wrestle, including two girls now. And uh, 
plan on being around wrestling for the next 20 years as well or longer. Yeah, you're you're a great uh, beacon and a source uh, for wrestling in the state of Idaho. Certainly, uh, let's let's go to Jacob now. Jacob, you also have roots in East Idaho, like Brian. Yep, yep. <clears throat> so I grew up in Teton Valley, went to Teton High School, wrestled for what is now the Timberwolves. Uh, you know, formerly known as the Redskins, and then started traveling a little bit, wrestling a little bit, and you know, went to California, Colorado. And then found my way back here in Idaho and sat out real like coaching kids and, you know, did okay, you know, doing club stuff and traveling and then can't get away from it. It's my favorite thing to do. So, uh, you know, now I'm on a podcast with the, the greatest man in wrestling, Al Fontes. So, you know, I, I might have made it. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to Al in just a second. We, we want full disclosure here. So you, which, uh, you are a high school coach as well right jacob so so i'm not coaching high school this season my you know we got a lot of stuff going on i'm doing club stuff and you know helping out idaho sports and then we're having a baby in february so and that's the busiest time of wrestling season so you know is it's nice to sit in the stands and yo know, go team a little bit this year it, it's a good thing for me <laughs> Definitely. Well, congratulations on the uh, on the new addition to the uh, the Eck family. Well, and it's a boy, so you know now I know girls wrestle live. We have a five year old, and you know now I have a boy, so I got I got a few years. You know, I'm sure I'll see Brian's face in you know the next twenty, but <laughs> we'll be here. All right, sounds good. And now let's go to Al Fontes. Uh, what an intro Jacob just had for you, Al. Are you ready to live up to that? No, I'm humble. Um, no, I I started wrestling in 1978 in middle school. Um, started coaching when I was a freshman in high school. That was back in 1980. Uh, been coaching ever since. I'm a coach at Rocky Mountain High School right now. Uh, great group of kids. Um, I've been started writing back in the early 1990s. I started writing for the California Wrestler. Um, also been writing for Wrestling USA, most of the magazines like Amateur Wrestling News, etc. Uh, moved to Idaho. I retired from the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory, where I worked for 30 years uh, in the research and development um, facility of Department of Energy. Um, but I moved here two years ago. I didn't know what to expect when I came here. But uh, I mean, last two years, I've been having a good time just trying to create a platform. My goal as a promoter of wrestling is to uh, bring the national conversation uh, of Idaho in the circle nationally. Um, there's a lot of good things going on here, and it's been a great experience so far. Yeah, and you uh, you've you haven't been shy about that, Al. Your your number one goal is to promote the great wrestlers that the state of Idaho has. And I think that's our, our common goal here. All four of us would agree mm -hmm. that the reason why we're doing this, the reason why we kick out all the content that we do is for our high school and even middle school athletes. We want to shine the spotlight on these athletes as much as we can. And so this is why we're doing this. It's not about us. It's not about, Oh, Al, you know, you're such a great writer. You are a great writer, but you're doing it for the love of the game and these kids. So it's for the kids, and we. They, when I first came here, I was just amazed at the wrestling culture here. It's really, it's really great, and these kids aren't getting enough recognition. And uh, like I said, the goal is to bring the conversation to Idaho and nationally. So, and it's getting there. 
Definitely. Okay. Well, uh, we want uh, the fans that are watching tonight to be part of the conversation. So if you have a specific question as we're talking about teams or individuals tonight or an athlete, a team you want us to talk about, throw it in the comments and we will uh, we'll throw it up on the screen and, and we'll talk about it. But I guess we should start with some some season preview type stuff. And really, we had the opening week of competition last week. It was mostly duels. Um, but I'll just go around the horn, you know, Brian, as we are approaching the season, what, what's one team that you are excited to see in action this year? Well, it's tough to say just one. I have to start with Meridian. I mean, they are just loaded with, uh, you know, not only just great high school wrestlers, but they've got D1 commits on that team. Uh, I mean, they are, they are just stacked top to bottom. That's a, that's a team that can compete with any team nationally. I'm, you know, a Blair Academy type roster at Meridian this year. I mean, they are just loaded. Um, so if I had to choose one, it would be Meridian, but there's several others, South Fremont. There's just some other teams that are just stacked, but going with one Meridian, just, I mean, that's just going to be fun to watch. I mean, we're talking college level wrestling at, at these high school duels. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I have to agree with that. I saw them at the, uh, Donnelly duels. I mean, you have Jason Mara that's going to Stanford division one. You have Cade white that's committed to Oregon state. Um, you got several other, you got Hudson Rogers, you got, uh, uh, Twait, who's a solid kid. I don't know if he's going anywhere yet, but that kid is definitely division one capable. So there was solid. They're hard. I'm going. Al, is there another team? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Jacob. Tell us why. Uh, Bishop Kelly with, you know, Scallinger making his high school debut. U15 world champ makes all the Greco world teams. I just absolutely ridiculous and it's the first time people are going to watch him in idaho you know on a high school level and it's just crazy and then martino you know i mean his older brothers is princeton it's pretty you know it's a pretty good thing to be looking up to every day or christmas parties your brother comes home from princeton <laughs> and you get to wrestle a little bit with him and then you know castagnetto moving over there he's gonna add to the lineup the valdez brothers they got they might have seven, eight guys, but they have seven, eight guys that could make the finals or win it. It could be eight, four, a little crazy. Yeah, I have to agree with them. I saw him this past weekend. I've been watching Jaden Skellinger since he was a kid. He originally came from California. I know he's been here for 10 years. He's a student of the sport. The Valdez brothers are year round, Castaneda, all these guys, they're students of the sport. They work year round and uh, starting to show. They're building a culture there. And I say in the next couple of years, they're going to be very difficult to beat. Yeah. Yeah. My first introduction, uh, introduction to Wyatt Castaneto, he's, he's from Glens Ferry and, and moved to BK. Um, my first interaction with him was, was at state baseball and he is, he's on heck of a catcher. He's a great baseball player as well. So that's the thing with a lot of these guys you talked about, they do wrestle all year round, but a lot of these guys also are multi-sport athletes. Uh, that's a fine line to keep sometimes, right? Uh, Jacob is somebody who's coached recently, you know, how how do you keep that balance of you want your athletes to compete in other sports at the same time you want them getting in that off-season work? Well, I really think most of these kids are the greatest athletes, period, any sport. They go, you know, they're training 11 months out of the year, lifting, running, wrestling, takes a toll on your body, and then they're elite-level athletes in football or baseball. And it's just, you know, kind of incredible what they can do and what, what these kids are capable of now. You know, it, they love it so dang much that – they'll go to baseball practice for two hours and then wrestle for two hours and then lift in the morning for an hour. And it's, 
there's a reason why they're such great athletes everywhere else, and it's probably because wrestling is the core of everything they do. So, yeah, yeah, I um I like to add on that. So, coming from California, coming in here, just in this Treasure Valley, and I know up north, um, and even in the east, the um the, the I talked about the culture earlier with the amount of coaches that have D1 experience or years of experience, then you have world-class coaches like Ivanov or you have Chris Owens and all these coaches, they're creating a culture here that the, the, uh, the wrestling aptitude for the younger kids coming up is far greater than it was 20 years ago. It's incredible what you're starting to see. So the kids coming up the pipeline may be even better. So it's incredible what we're seeing here. Definitely. It's definitely just going to keep getting better. I mean, yeah, it, just the younger Martino for the most recent example, his brother's at Princeton. So everything that his brother's starting to acquire knowledge-wise is trickling down at home. And, you know, it, it's going to continue to go, those kids looking up to him. And it, it happens everywhere. I mean, all these kids, Jason Mara, Hudson, all those kids in that Meridian room in the spring, summer, and fall preseason, they're seeing, you know, the best wrestlers in the entire country that's who they have to look at. So Idaho's okay for a little bit, right? The future is going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Al talks about the population base of Idaho, you know, in terms of compared to other states around the country, you know, here in Idaho, we're, we're on the lower end, right? We're bottom 10 in terms of, you know, total population and the amount of kids that are now going to the D one level per our population has to be top 10 in the country per capita, well, right Al? It is. It is one of the best per capita. We're probably one of the best small school states in the country. I mean, we have 1.9 million people. But if you look at international wrestling, the Republic of Dagestan, which is a southern Russia, has 3 million people, but they produce the most world champs is because they have a system in place. And that's what I see here. I see a system in place where kids can be at the highest level if they choose to be. The resources are here. Yeah. Um, and speaking of teams that have good systems in place, the team that I'm most excited to see this year, guys, is Ryrie because they have been a 2A, 1A powerhouse for how long? They won, I think it was seven titles in a row. Uh, then they they took second two years ago, and then they got back to the top of the podium. That was such a dramatic finish last year at the 2A championship. It came down to the heavyweight uh, match. Uh, Ryrie just barely eked out the win. Um, we had a great picture of, uh, you know, the Ryrie coach and, and the heavyweight wrestler hugging, and it was such a great scene. And so, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, can can Ryrie continue to ride that momentum again? Brian, what do you think at that 2A, 1A level? I definitely think Ryrie's going to make some noise. It's always fun to watch New Plymouth. They've got, the, you know, they're coming back pretty loaded. Uh, the coaches there have just done an amazing job. So, I mean, I think Ryrie's, Ryrie's got to be the favorite just because they are what they are. Coach Harris, Coach Parkinson, I mean, they bring back a loaded roster, and, and they just they just make tough kids. I, I'm, so I've got to say Ryrie's the favorite being on in East Idaho. They're, they're great to go watch. I mean, just watching put the hammer down on some of these big 5A schools is just it, – it's crazy to see. They, they fill that room there. Um, but, but you can't ignore New Plymouth there and what, what – they've done there in the last few years and they're bringing some hammers back this year. So it's going to be a fun race. I think Ryrie comes in as a favorite, but new Plymouth is definitely going to push uh, Melba uh, Grace. Newbie has done a great job with grace and, and, you know, their, their girl squad at grace is going to be fun to watch too. Coach Newbie has done an amazing job recruiting girls. So there, there's a lot of two, a one, a schools that are going to be fun to watch, but I, I'm with you on Ryrie. It's that's, they're always fun to watch. They just bring a tough attitude and, 
you know, their kids get better as the season goes on. They're, they're ready to go come state tournament time. So I'm with you there a hundred percent. Yeah. So we're Brian, yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. We're starting to get some comments from the fans. Jed Ray Clark says, yes, shout out to Ryrie. And this is what we want. We want the fans coming in, rep your favorite team, rep Coach, your favorite athlete. Coach Clark, South Fremont. You, you, like I said, in my opening comments, like, uh, they're going to be fun to watch. But one of the funnest things coming up early on the schedule is that before the Raleigh Lane tournament, we have that duel with Meridian and South Fremont, which, man, I don't know how many total state titles you've got coming into that duel, but that is going to be a, a fun. Those upper weights when you get into, you know, White, Mara, uh, Hobbs from South Fremont, the Clark brothers, uh, Gooley from Meridian. I mean, there's going to be some great matches in that opening duel. Um, and I hope Idaho wrestlers get over that are there for Raleigh Lane, just pack that gym for that. And the, the college duel, we have uh, Coach Lords coaching, uh, and I just went blank. Carl Albert. Carl Albert, uh, the, one of the duels there. So we've got a couple Idaho coaches bringing their college squads in for that. And uh, I, I think people are going to be surprised. I think we're going to pack that gym for that duel and uh, looking forward to it. So it's good to see Coach Clark watching us here. Coach Snyder from Idaho Falls also chimed in and gave a shout out to American Falls, who, uh, you know, Jacob knows a little bit about. He's he, He's been there and knows what they're bringing back. So, uh, you know, and, and Coach Snyder at Idaho Falls is kind of rebuilding that Idaho Falls team there. But uh, he's got some hammers he's bringing up from Idaho Falls High School. So we've got some high school coaches tuning in already. Yeah, I'm very excited about this. Al, were you going to say something about the 2A, 1A conversation? Oh, it was about Ryrie. I think it came down. It wasn't the final score at heavyweight, four to three. It was that tight. Yeah. And, I, and I think this year, uh, I have to, just by memory, I think both New Plymouth and Ryrie have about eight placers coming back. So it seems like it's going to come down to those extra kids, bonus points. It could be Ryrie's freshman 98. Better watch out. I'm telling you guys. Mm-hmm. Raylan Moon is an absolute dog in him he'll be a tough tough kid in february yep, i watched him at a takedown tournament that kid's <laughs> he's ready to go today <laughs> yeah no doubt here's uh here's coach clark again ryrie is amazing at developing kids their kids aren't always kids you hear a ton about but every kid on their roster is solid al that's what you were talking about those bonus points and those bonus points yeah for sure uh coach Snyder also says go tigers I'm assuming that's Idaho Falls Tigers. That's the most common team name there is in the state, but it is Coach Snyder is the new uh, head coach at Idaho Falls High School for the yeah. rest of the team. So, yeah, for sure. And I, I have to admit, with Jacob on Braylon Moon, I saw Ryrie up at the North Fremont Dual Tournament this this past weekend. I went up there and watched that and uh, talked to Braylon for a, minute, a little bit. He, he used to wrestle with my daughter when he was smaller, so I watched Braylon, and I, I agree with uh, Jacob. He's going to be fun to watch at 98 pounds there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just to wrap up our 2A, 1A conversation, uh, I, I got to know Coach Newby uh, from Grace, more so during football season, right? Grace went on this great run all the way to the state championship game. He's the head football coach and the head wrestling coach, and I was doing a pregame interview with him before the championship, and I said, you know, you've got this group of seniors that have all come through the ranks together. They've all played, you know, youth basketball and little league baseball and football growing up together. And then he kind of looked at me and goes, and wrestling. And I said, Oh yeah, yes. And wrestling. (laughs) Right. I'm not always thinking of it first of mind, but uh, yeah, I think grace is going to be a fun team to to watch this year as well with with coach newbie. Here's a comment from Amy Johnson bail. Idaway is helping build at the youth level as well. Uh, That's really what it takes, isn't it, Al? You're talking about you're seeing the building blocks in place for Idaho. It does. It starts at the youngest levels. 
Yeah, it does. It just takes a lot of work. It's a, it's a full commitment, just a level of wrestling at the lowest levels and just the, the opportunities to get better is here. And you're starting to see a higher level. A lot of it comes, you know, I mean, uh, Brian, you wrestled at, uh, Boise State, you have a lot of Boise State coaches out there, former wrestlers. That's huge. And, you know, there's a lot of experience coaching out here at all levels and that, you know, makes these kids that much better at a younger. The wrestling aptitude and the access to better wrestling is prevalent here. Definitely. So we, we've kind of identified the, the heavy hitters, right? The, the traditional powers, you know, your South Fremont's Meridian in recent years, Ryrie, uh, Bishop Kelly. What's, what's one sleeper squad? You know, we, we've all kind of pegged who we think the top three, four teams are going to be. But I'm going to ask each of you for a team that's maybe under the radar right now that has a chance to surprise. Uh, let's see. Jacob, you want to go first? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think a few things come into it. I, I think in 3A, if certain kids make certain weights and go certain ways, uh, Teton will be way better than they've been in the past. You know, there's a lot of things that been going on up there and, you know, new coach and new attitude. Some kids fall into the right weights. It could be, you know, they could, they could really go from being outside to having a lot of kids place and making some noise. And then... I mean, I think that nobody's really talking in 3A specifically yet is Fruitland. Fruitland's going to be good. They've been good and then fell back a little bit. And all of a sudden you see a lot of Fruitland kids doing really well again. So it could be interesting. And then my last one's going to be Bonneville. They had a good a good Bucks bags or Donnelly duels, whatever it's called, you know, now has changed. But at the beginning of the year, you know, I was looking at everything. I didn't think Bonneville was going to be know up towards the top and next thing you know you know they make one of the better pools they have a good dual record and you know there's good things happening so it could be a surprise yeah brian you got yeah. you got some sleeper teams yeah i think uh you know at the three level i think people should watch out for buell uh, i mean buell is is coming in i don't know if they're necessarily a sleeper they're bringing a lot of kids back but i think buell is definitely one school that could make some noise that not on a lot of people's radar uh, at the 4A level, I think Jerome was bringing a handful of kids back um, that, you know, they could be a sleeper team as well. And and it's going to be fun, fun watching Nampa at the 5A level. I mean, they're bringing a lot back, uh, you know, top of the 4A now moving to 5A. I think they're going to have a hard time competing with Meridian, um, but they're going to have some kids in the finals and uh, some kids there. So I'd say those are three sleeper teams I'm watching out for, Buell, Jerome, and, and Nampa. Yeah, you mentioned Napa having to make that jump from 4A to 5A. Lisa Wood giving a shout-out to the other team that's making that adjustment, Middleton. What do you guys think about Middleton? I mean, making the jump up to 5A is tough, right? Yeah. You know, I, I look at the 4A, and sometimes I think the 4A is tough. I mean, Napa came up from the 4A, but the 4A's got some tough teams. Um, it's going to come down to numbers for the top two in 5A. It's going to come down to that second wrestler. And how many they get in the finals? Yeah. So it's going to be tight. Yeah. Al, Al, you got a sleeper squad this year? Nampa, Nampa in the five A. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that. I mean, Meridian's going to be very difficult to overcome because they have second teamers that are good enough to be in the medal round. So same as Post Falls, Nampa. Um, they may have a few, but it's going to be depends how things play out. But they could be a team that could be right there in the mix. If yeah. other other things happen, 
But after that in a 5A, those are the top three teams. I don't think anyone's going to pass those three. Yeah. For sure. It'll be pretty interesting to see. The shout-out from Middleton, I have to agree. I mean, you got Hawkland there. You got Blanford. You got some kids that are going to make some noise at that level. And so, you know, both those schools going to 5A is just going to add to the competition of 5A because they were both pretty dominant in 4A and both bringing most of their squads back this year. Yeah, you you mentioned Jerome, I think, uh, Brian. And so uh, Jerome, of course, uh, their athletic director, Scott Burton, he's a broadcaster for us at IdahoSports.com as well. He and I do a podcast every week covering Magic Valley uh, athletics. Um, he, and he's kind of like me. He has more of a basketball background than a wrestling background. But he, he got the job as the athletic director at Jerome. His very first year on the job, Jerome wins the 4A state wrestling championship. And, you know, he's like taking all the credit for it. And, you know, hey, yeah, we did so great. And we like to give him a hard time about that. So, yeah, they're bringing a good squad back. I mean, you know, uh, Williamson and moving up to 95, he should be the favorite there. Uh, Lockett at not 82. I mean, they've got a lot of good kids and they'll bring the numbers in that district and should come through the district tournament with a lot of numbers, which, makes a big difference when you get to state tournament and without Namp and Middleton, uh, them and Minico are probably going to have the most kids there. So, it, you know, they're going to make some noise. Always. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, idahosports.com. I think this is our boss, Paul Kingsbury. He says, we're all looking good. He's watching us. Uh, he's on his 25th anniversary date with his wife tonight at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. And he's checking in under the table on his phone. So <laughs> dedication. <laughs> yeah. All right, Paul. Thank you for uh, checking in. And as you're watching this, whether it's on Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube, wherever you're at, hit the like or subscribe button while you're hanging out. It's going to help out everybody that wasn't able to be here live tonight. Tune in tomorrow, the next day, et cetera. So hit that like button. It's going to take two seconds. And, you know, this is what we want to do each and every week. We want to have a conversation with the wrestling fans. And so if there's a team, uh, an athlete you want us to talk about, throw it up on the screen. Here's Cade Sessions. Snake River is dangerous every year, always ready to battle when state comes around and just seem to get better throughout the year. What do you, what do you think about Snake River, Jacob? I got to watch them this weekend, and they're way better than I thought they were going to be. From, you know, 120 up, they're still figuring out. I mean, their 13-pounder is going to be returning in Benson. I think he took, you know, I mean, he was top five last year. But all the way, 38 is you know Eastern Gardner and then Gary Hunter and all the way up their heavyweights probably arguably outside of Aiden Mateo the best heavyweight in the entire state. I agree he, with that. He is very very good, and he looked every bit of it all weekend. It was impressive. Yeah, Al. Speaking of Mateo, he's he's kind of one of the big dogs, or or what you've called the uh, the the tier one wrestlers in the state of Idaho. Here's a comment from. Yeah. Brian Skellinger talking about another tier one wrestler, Mac Mauger, the Blackfoot Bronco going to Mizzou is fire for Idaho. Al, we were talking about this. There's a lot of D one guys uh, in this class of 23. Um, that, that's so exciting to six, see. Uh, six. Yeah. Six total. Can, can you remind everybody who those six are? Everybody knows, but uh, you got Mac Mauger, you got Colt who's uh, going to Mizzou, you got Colter Burton going to Oklahoma State, you got Cade Craig going to Utah Valley, you have uh, Jason Mara going to Stanford, um, we have uh, Cade White going to um, Oregon State, and then we have uh, Aiden Natao going to Oregon State as well. And then uh, Frothinger from Eagle, right? 
He's going Nebraska. to uh, Nebraska Russell for Coach Manning. And yeah. I think everybody forgets Mauger and Burton are both 2024s. They're only yes. juniors. So That's yeah. right. They're going to be around for a while. They're going to still be a problem in the state for <laughs> – yeah. Two more years, not just one. <laughs> yes, Lucinda reminding us that Mac is class of 24. And here's Chuck Shank saying uh, Dietrich Navarro from uh, Nampa, right? Yeah, he, I don't know if he's got anyone picking him up yet, but I hope I've been talking to a lot of college coaches, and I know his coaches have. Uh, he's someone they need to look at because wherever he goes, he's going to do well. Hard I worker. saw his, his pictures at Arizona State, Oregon State, waiting for, waiting for Dietrich. Yeah, and his dad's an alumni at Oregon State. His dad wrestled there. Yeah. So, yeah. so Brian, the, the expression is the rising tide lifts all boats. And with all of these high end D one wrestling prospects that gets more eyeballs to other athletes on the wrestling squad that may not be D one, but maybe are D two D three NAI wrestlers. So by having these, these tier one guys out front, it's getting everybody a chance to show these college coaches what they can do. Right. Absolutely. And all of these guys, you talk Mogger, I mean, you got Henderson there at Blackfoot that won a state title last year. You got at every one of those schools, kids on those teams are going to be looked at. You know, South Fremont's got a lot of kids. Hobbs going to be a four time state champion, won a folk style national title. Um, and that the, those teams with those hammers on them are just getting better. They're getting the attention. You see what Meridian's doing there. It's just, it just builds. And, and then you go to the little kids tournaments and you see the, the size of the club. Uh, where these kids are, the little kids are excited about it, and it just builds and builds, and we're in a good place. And and these guys are kind of leading the pack. Uh, you know, you watch Ridge Love it at Nebraska now for the last couple of years, and and that's really a lot of kids. My kids, when Nebraska duels, they're glued to the television set uh, watching Ridge, and 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 you know now having these six, seven kids D one out of Idaho, and there could be more. I mean, you had uh, the Matthews that graduated last year is is, is wrestling. Uh, at in Colorado, I mean, Northern Colorado, Northern Colorado, Tate Gillette's there too. Yep. And, and so it's, you know, it's fun to watch and it's getting the little kids excited and it's only going to get better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to see the, the future of Idaho, but the, the wrestling present in Idaho is certainly exciting as well. Here's Kristen Mara giving a shout out to Hudson Rogers, another high caliber guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'm excited for him to be back following his knee injury, wrestled Fargo, you know, all American, made the finals in Iowa preseason. It's good to good to have Hudson back. And it's interesting now that he's at Meridian. Yeah. Five I mean, A was already crazy, but you know, now it adds <laughs> it adds a lot more to it. And that, that weight class is just gonna be fun to watch. Uh, you know, I was talking to Hunter Hobbs at South Fremont's dad. You know, they, they may cut down to wrestle Hudson Rogers just to just to have those hammers meet Hobbs and and Rogers, who are good friends. Uh, you, you got Roger, you got uh, Fulmer from Teton. Jacob mentioned Teton earlier. Riker Fulmer up at Teton is an absolute. I mean, just a technician uh, won the Tiger Grizz twice now, and, and he's going to be fun to watch there. So we could get some really good matches. Uh, you know, I think Hudson Rogers is the favorite in most of those, but uh, there could be some really good matches at 170. Uh, between the conferences this year. Definitely. Uh, we've got a shout out here from Skylar Beck. Cadence Beck, you know, let's let's talk about, let's before we get out of here, Al, I know you've been so impressed with the growth of girls wrestling in the state of Idaho. And, and mm -hmm. Cadence Beck is, is one of Idaho's best uh, on the female side. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's still in its infancy. I've, I, I was in California and watched it start 
the grow once they made it a sanctioned event it exponentially grew um and 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 it's all the way up to a 32 girl bracket in california obviously it's a bigger state and it's not divisionalized but just what we're seeing here is exactly what i was seeing on a national level but what's really impressive is just for the amount of wrestlers we have coming up the pike and it's growing each year we have nine girls ranked nationally the national girls that's impressive for just the number of girls we have so far so i see the grassroots growing the middle schools growing even where i'm coaching we went from a couple girls we have about 12 13 girls this year so um and you got Alyssa randos who's a i think she's a four or five time all-american at fargo and nationals you got mia Furman, who uh is probably placed at five different national tournaments um the list is uh is growing i'm impressed yeah and and you know we can't we can't talk about caden speck without talking about the very sad news that was you know just a little over a month ago but uh her dad andrew beck who was such a pioneer for wrestling in the state of idaho uh tragically uh passed away far far too early uh brian i know he was he was just an icon uh in the state of idaho for wrestling and take taken from planet earth just far too soon yeah just just one of the greatest human beings you'd ever meet i i I can't think of a tournament I ever went to um, that Andrew wasn't there saying, hi, how, you know, how, how are your daughters doing? And, you know, Cadence is carrying on his legacy. She is, she's just an amazing athlete and, and just so good. I watched her, you know, at Fargo, just the way she builds up her teammates, the girls, it's going to be fun to watch her, watch her this year because she is an absolute hammer. I think she just actually signed uh, with, uh, was it Eastern Oregon that, that she signed with, uh, I believe. Um, so she's going to be fun to watch. And, and her dad, Andrew, was just, he gave so much to USA Wrestling uh, and the high school programs and just driving those kids around for years and years. And I, I will miss his smiling face at all these tournaments. And you're right, just an absolute tragedy. But, uh, you know, he did a good job. Cadence is a wonderful young lady, and she's going to do amazing things. Yeah, I think we're getting some some Skyler Beck says, uh, yep, uh, saying that she's going to EOU uh, for Cadence. That's Lucinda Rogers as well. And I think Lucinda said it best. I can't say it any better. Let's talk about Andrew Beck, how grateful we are for what he did to grow women's wrestling in Idaho. He will be missed for sure. Certainly just uh, a, a beacon of light in Idaho taken way too soon, uh, unfortunately. So, um, but like you said, uh, Cadence uh, continuing that family legacy. Can't wait to see what she does this year. Um, and in one of Idaho's, you know, smallest communities as well, you know, up there in, in Craigmont at, at Highland. So, um, okay, Coach Snyder wants us to talk about, besides Raleigh, what other tournaments are you excited to watch this year? Al, you got a tournament you're keeping an eye on besides Raleigh? Um, when it comes to Idaho, it's Raleigh Lane. Um, I'm also looking on the national scale, too. We have a lot of kids that are going to – not. A, they're going to the Walsh Ironman in Ohio, which is rated the number one high school tournament in the country. You're talking a tournament where they're just division one level kids are going there. Uh, we got, uh, I think Mogger's going there. We've got some uh, kids from Meridian uh, going there. We have some kids going to the uh, Clovis Dock Buchanan. Those are outside the state, but in state, I'm just looking forward to Raleigh Lane. Being new here, that's the one main tournament I've seen. That's the biggest one, so. <laughs> The granddaddy of them all. Jacob, what's what's the tournament uh, besides Raleigh uh, that you're uh, excited about? Probably Tri-State. Kind of the same thing. Tri-State's yeah. always really good up north, and Washington comes over, you know, obviously. And they have some pretty good Montana kids. And Post Falls gets to – every year it's 
what his post falls have, and then they show up, and you're everybody goes, oh my gosh, they're still as good as ever, you know. Coach Reardon, that guy's a magician at this point. I don't. There's no other way to explain it. He's been, you know, doing this for a long time, and every year they show up to Tri-State, and they have guys dominate the field for the most part, and people, people that kids you don't haven't even heard for the most part, and they, they go good, and then. Yeah. Of course, Tiger Grays. That's the only other one that you know. Tri State's great. Tiger Grays is great, but Raleigh's Raleigh's where it's at. Yeah, for sure. I was I was going to say Tri State as well as, as somebody from Montana. This is the chance where I get to you know see some Montana schools come and compete. Uh, Ryan Skaggs is a broadcaster for us. He lives up in Coeur d'Alene and he former wrestling coach at, at Lakeland and over in Washington. And he he knows Coach Reardon pretty well up there at Post Falls. And he said he can uh, he can shred on the guitar pretty well. He said we'd have to bring him on as a guest sometime so he can you know uh, play some jams for us. So we'll see if we can get that in the works. Um, Brian, I'm going to direct this question to you. Alfonso Ramos wants to know, how does Tiger Grizz get back to its former glory? Because Jacob kind of set it up there with, he's excited to see Tiger Grizz. Um, but how, how does it get back to the level that was established previously? You know, I think it's on its way. Uh, you know, I've been recently spoken with Coach Nider at Idaho Falls High School and Coach Landon at Skyline. Of course, I'm from Skyline. And, and uh, my understanding is this year they've had more people uh, that a lot of the Utah schools that have formerly come to the tournament, some Wyoming schools that have normally come uh, and some Nevada schools that are expressing interest again. And I think it's going to be bigger this year and even bigger the next year. So I, I think it's well on its way to get back to the glory. And it, that's a fun tournament because you get a mix that you don't get. You get some of these smaller schools, uh, South Fremont, Teton, that, that show up there. So we get some of the powerhouses, the two and three, a powerhouses that'll, They'll show up and wrestle with some of the big schools. Columbia comes over from Boise. So that's that's a fun one. And I think it's on its way back. I think Coach Nider, uh, Coach Nider and Coach Landon want that to be what it was and even better. And it sounds to me like the numbers are going to be there. Uh, so, you know, I hope it keeps growing. We get some of those, you know, back in the day when the Sandersons, when I was in high school, uh, in the finals, I had uh, one Sanderson in the weight below me in the finals in the lineup and one Sanderson above me in the weight. And it was fun to have Wasatch there when they were in their glory days with the Sanderson brothers. Um, and I, I think it's going to be it's it's getting back there. And, you know, one other tournament I think it, that is also fun to watch that we have mentioned is in the Magic Valley, the Red Halverson there, uh, because you, you just get another mix of wrestlers that you don't normally see. Obviously, Raleigh and and try are the big ones, Tiger Grizz with the five, the mix of the five A schools. But Red Halverson is another tournament that I'm excited to see every year because they just you get a mix of uh, schools that you don't normally see in a lot of these other tournaments. So that's another fun one. Yeah, it's going to be so exciting to see as we get deeper into the season, get more, as Alex called it, more data that we can use to analyze these teams and these athletes and, and all that great stuff. There's a lot of wrestling content at our website, idahosports.com. Al did a great job with uh, breaking down every classification around the entire state of Idaho, uh, breaking down his top 20 gems of Idaho wrestling as well. Uh, we've brought back, uh, you know, we, we have the weekly team rankings. Uh, the entire staff at idahosports.com uh, gets together every week and we hammer out those team rankings. We do top five for each classification and then we do a top five for all classifications. We do top five for the girls. We brought back the individual rankings and already we, we posted those like three hours ago, guys, and they have blown up already. I'm so excited for it. Yeah, it's exciting to have those back. My when I sent that out, my phone was blowing up when I was sitting in that middle school rule. Just you know, what's up with this? Where, where's this person? What's going on? Uh, I was laughing before uh, 
you know, my, my son who he was, he's like, where am I at the 170 rankings? I beat three, four, five, and six in those rankings multiple times. Like, and then our 95 pounder was with him, uh, Preston Colvin, who was second at 195 at 220. And so you can't get rankings right. And, uh, the more that, like Al said, the more data we get, the better those are going to get. But it is so exciting to have that back and just the talk that that's going to do. I, I, I would assume uh, that the sports boards are going to just start blowing up as the season gets going on now that that content is on the website. Uh, the wrestling community is super excited about that. You know, Al started those articles. Every time he posts an article, it's like I have conversations for days and days with everywhere I go. People want to ask, what did you think about this? I didn't know about this kid. And it is super exciting. And you know, like Al said, the more that gets out there, the, the more we grow this, the more opportunities for kids and uh, big things. And Idaho sports is just doing great things for wrestling. And it's, you know, between those rankings and this show, uh, the wrestling community is grateful for Idaho sports and what's going on. Definitely. And as, as we, we do the rankings, you know, it's the first time we've brought them back in a couple of years, uh, especially early on, you know, it's an inexact science. We're talking about hundreds of athletes across the state of Idaho. So if something, you know, slips through the cracks, I'm not encouraging you to lobby by any means, but if, you know, if there's a kid that, you know, Oh, this kid graduated or, you know, this kid actually wrestles this weight class, send that info to us. Idaho wrestling news at idahosports.com is the email. Idaho wrestling news at idahosports.com. And we'll get that squared away. Okay. We're going to wrap up with two questions and then we'll get out of here. I'm going to try to keep this every night to about 30, 40 minutes. Um, okay. Steven Adams wants to know guys state tourney for the girls. Is it a 16 woman bracket um i i haven't looked too far ahead at state and how that's going to be i know that was a point of consternation last year with how how the girls were bracketed has anybody looked that far yet uh, you know i've talked to some of the girls coaches uh um to see where we're at and i believe the understanding was if they had 500 girls certify that it was going to be a 16-man bracket i talked to a couple of girls coaches uh this week and nobody knows for sure obviously today was the last day to do certification uh, so I would assume within a few days, we're going to know whether it's going to be an eight again or a 16. I, I really hope it's a 16 because the more opportunity we give those girls, the quicker it's going to grow. So, you know, I, everybody should lobby the state, whether or not they make 500. Let's make that a 16 person bracket. Get those girls there because yeah, most a lot of them are new to the sport. Um, you know, like Al said, our school here at Skyline, we've got just a handful of new girls out this year that we didn't last year. And and if some of those girls can make it to state, it just grows excitement, shows the other girls in the schools what the opportunities are. So I sure hope we get a 16, but I think we're waiting for the official decision until those numbers come in today. Mm -hmm. So let's hope for five. I think we're going to be close based on everything I'm hearing. Yeah, that would be so exciting. And then uh, Coach Nider wants to know here. Oh, here's Fred Bartlett. He would know. 16, IHSAA approved it today. There we go. <laughs> yes. Thank All you, right. Fred. That is, that is, that's amazing news. And I got off the phone with coach Adams just before we started this show and he, he was making sure we threw that out and seeing what we knew. So uh, coach Adams will be happy to hear that. Thank you, Fred. That is, that's amazing news. Yeah. Fred says 630 ended up being the number. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. And gone, uh, up, got, gone up two or 300%. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> that's so awesome. And yeah, <laughs> Mo Moscow bears wrestling watching tonight. Yeah they heard over 550 girls certified. That is so incredibly awesome to see the number go up so much. Yeah. Great, great news. Coach Nider says, and we, we couldn't agree more. Um, okay. And then uh, let's see. 
Uh, last question here, and then we'll wrap up. Coach Nider wants to know, I'll throw this to Jacob, who should we watch at 170 for 4A? <laughs> God, give me like five seconds. <laughs> I, let, me, let me just get Coach Nider's throwing out. That's where my son is, 4A, 170. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm pretty familiar with the weight. I'll hear what Jacob says. <laughs> uh, Forat from Columbia. Yeah. He's pretty tough. Uh, Canyon Ridge had a 170 pounder to do really well. Donnelly, uh, Connor Claiborne. Um, mm-hmm. And then, then it became, you know, your son's actually ranked there. Uh, Sorensen <laughs> from Bonneville. He wrestles quite a bit. John Reamers from Emmett. You know, those those six for now is where it's at on rankings. I mean, I think Forrett, you know, is probably the guy to beat for now. But, you know, it, it's a long year. February is a long ways away. <laughs> I was just going to say that. You know, you know, we are so early here. Horse hasn't even really left the barn yet. So, yeah, we have yeah, nothing sure. yet. We got no idea yet. Right. So, Brandon, I want to say something um, if I could before we get off. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've been doing the Hidden Gem series, the t- Tier One series, the uh, Pioneers for the Girls, et cetera. Um, you know, I've talked to Mac Mogger. I've done. Um, Tanner Frothinger, uh, uh, Diedrich Navarro, um, and several other kids. And I just want to say, and this is a shout out to all the college coaches if you're watching. These kids are not, every kid I've done so far is exceptional, athletic, academic, just great overall kids. And we have to remember, every family I've met, the support system is huge. So shout out to all the parents and the people supporting, because it wouldn't happen without them. I'm just impressed with academics and family support. It's made this thing solid in this state. Yeah. And that's a common, it's a common theme across the board. Every kid I'm talking to is like, these kids are stand up kids. So look in Idaho, a lot of great kids. Yes. And we want to show that exposure, um, not, not just for college coaches, but fans, you know, it's hard sometimes to know fans up North may not know what's going on in the treasure Valley and and in East Idaho. And so we're hoping to bring everybody together every week for a statewide discussion. Lisa says, awesome podcast guys. Thank you. Well, thank you, Lisa. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to everybody who tuned in tonight. We're going to do this every Tuesday night, eight o'clock mountain time, seven o'clock Pacific time, um, you can catch it live on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, or Twitter account. Uh, you can come back later. You know, it's recorded. It'll be saved on all of those platforms as well. Uh, we also will have a, a dedicated podcast feed. If you're more of an audio person, uh, you can subscribe to the Matt Chat Prepcast on your favorite podcast catcher, whether that's Google, Apple, Spotify, etc. And we'll also have these on our website, IdahoSports.com, across the top of the homepage. You'll see a bunch of different things like, you know, schedules and scoreboards. You'll see one that says uh, prep casts. And from there, there's a drop down menu to Matt chat prep cast. You click on that. We'll have a little player on, on that web page. You can listen to the podcast there as well. Well, uh, Al Fontes, Brian Zollinger, Jacob Beck, uh, thank you guys for hopping on and doing this. I'm, I'm so excited to get this plane off the ground and, and see where we can fly this bad boy as the season goes along. It was a lot of fun. Thank you guys. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes. And thank you to everybody who tuned in. We will uh, be back next Tuesday night to, to break it all down once again for you here on the Matt chat prep cast on idahosports.com. Thanks for tuning in.